Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Imogen Ragone, an Alexander Technique teacher and website designer in Wilmington, Delaware. And we're going to talk today about a process that I've developed called uh, Up With Gravity, which is utilizing the gravitational force to stand, sit, and move more easily. We've done an initial interview about the first three lessons in that process, and we're going to talk today about the next three, which um, in which a new element is introduced, uh, specifically a conscious, deliberate lifting of your center of gravity. And uh, we're going to talk about... Um, Imogen's own experiences with that, her experiences working with her students, and then we're going to talk a little bit um, about um, why it's useful to lift your center of gravity and how it fits in a bit with some Alexander ideas. Uh, Imogen, welcome to the show. Oh, uh, well... Um... <laughs> Great. Great to be here, Robert. Well, you've been here so often. So. I know. I was going to welcome you as well. Yes. yes. Um, so uh, would you like me to start by describing a little about this lifting process? Sure. Um, basically, in the first set of lessons in the earlier interview we did, we're t we figured out a good way to locate your center of gravity, whether you're standing or sitting. It's a little different when you're sitting. And then to use that information to um, move more easily using some very simple images. The problem with our center of gravity being that it's an infinitesimally small point, And certainly our overall center of gravity is not located anywhere near a useful marker of any kind. Um, and t the the next step in this process is that once you've become familiar with that directing of your center of gravity, you can start to use it more proactively, that is, use your center of gravity more proactively, by actually lifting it. Um, the amount of lift is never going to be more than a tiny fraction of an inch, but and the amount of effort you put into lifting it is very can be very small, or it can be fairly large. I definitely would start with very small lifts at first, and for very short periods of time until you become um, comfortable with it. And it's really just a clear intent uh, after you've connected with your center of gravity to to lift it up or to pull it up. You could use that term too. And your body somehow figures out how to do that. Uh, maybe I should start, uh, Imogen, by asking you, um, did you have that experience that that intent, in fact, brought about a, a lift? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had to be um, very clear about what I was lifting, <laughs> as in the center of gravity and nothing else. I mean, obviously, things do lift, a li but what I mean by that is that I'm not using any sort of upper body 
stuff, neck, shoulders. Right. You know. Um, Although they you know, may move. Things may change, but mm-hmm. the actual sort of action mm-hmm. is, is going on, on right down there sort of in the abdominal, uh, lower abdominal area around where the center of gravity roughly is. And that's for, for standing. When you're sitting, yes. it's... Um, more or less at the level of the base of your uh, sternum, yes. although uh, it's a much uh, iffier thing to identify it precisely in sitting for various reasons. But for standing, uh, two inches below your navel is is pretty pretty accurate for most people. Yeah, so you didn't have any trouble with the actual lifting process. No, and it was actually quite you know surprising to me that. Um, it didn't really involve anything else because, you know, like a lot of people, I'm very prone to tensing my neck and doing other stuff that might not be quite so healthy for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it, it really, as long as I was very clear about what I was doing, it really didn't involve any of that. And in fact, um, I've kind of come to realize that if this sort of lifting which seems to kind of give a more sort of sturdy support to um that area it's almost like the the rest of me can just really rest onto it better mm-hmm. uh, i don't know mm-hmm. how to describe that um yeah i mean often what happens if you have been doing a little holding in your shoulders say or your neck uh, when you lift your center of gravity that holding lets go yeah, it's almost like it's got something more solid to be able to release onto. Exactly. Uh, if that makes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that's been quite a nice surprise for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And, and have you then used uh, the lifted center in things like walking or uh, sitting, and so on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I go for an almost a daily walk, and that's often a time where I con. You know, it's. I mean, I try and bring it in at other times as well, but that's a time when I'm sort of more consciously intending to work with myself. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's very useful and, and things get easier. I mean, there's more tone, definitely more tone and more engagement down there. I mean, something's happening. This is not just thinking mm-hmm. and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and the beauty... Else- yeah, go easy. ahead. Yeah. Yeah, everything else becomes a little bit easier. Right. So you are you are expending a little uh energy with that lift. There's no getting around that. But at least in my experience the overall amount of energy that you're expending to say stand or walk or move in some other way is reduced. Yeah. So yeah. you're redistributing what's working a little more uh, balanced against some stuff that's working less, which which probably shouldn't have been working that much in the first place. So, for example, yeah. if your pattern might be to walk around with somewhat lifted shoulders, mm-hmm. that's that's work to lift uh-huh. your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And if you lift your center of gravity a bit and the, those shoulders release, then probably overall you're doing less work although you're certainly doing some conscious work yeah Uh, and it seems to me the work if you want to term it that or the 
muscular effort, I guess, mm-hmm. which I guess is what we mean by work, that's going on is maybe in a more appropriate place. Yes, that's an, right. I think that's another way of saying yeah. that, absolutely. Yeah, um, rather than where we don't really want it or where it could actually, for some people, become painful you know exactly exactly and how uh, have you explored this with your students yeah I have with them uh, two or three of them and um, it's it's useful and it's a sort of a departure from usual Alexander technique teaching because we're actually asking people to do something Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. with effort but it, it has definitely been useful, and especially today I was working with a student who um, was actually um, said to me that she was she was actually trying to hold her stomach in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd already introduced the basic concepts of center of gravity and how to locate that with an image, and um, you know, as you suggest in your first three lessons. So I thought, well, this is a a really good opportunity to introduce the lift and it might help her get that tone she wants because that is another sort of nice um, additional benefit to this work is that Mm -hmm. definitely are toning this area you know things are not sagging down as much it Mm -hmm. it does look a little bit nicer so it usually does yeah yeah Yeah. but yet you're not sort of sucking in your stomach in some sort of inappropriate way that distorts your body um so we worked on the lift and she felt thought it was great because she was getting that sort of tone that she wanted in the stomach area um but yet she was not doing all her stuff with her shoulders and her neck and you know so i think it worked very well with her she was moving better with it mm-hmm. so you know and i did obviously um be sure that it it didn't need to be excessive and she didn't need to be holding on to this and you know a key thing maybe to look at is how her breathing was Mm -hmm. going and as long as breathing was easy then that was a pretty good indicator that she wasn't sort of overworking Uh, that's a great indicator i think walter carrington once said um, he's a well-known alexander teacher in london who's died a few years ago once said uh, to a group of us, "Well, if your if your breathing's going well, chances are everything else is." Yeah. So breathing's a great indicator, and quite often when you people, one of the first things they notice when they lift their center of gravity is that their breathing gets fuller and freer. Yeah, I actually noticed that myself when you introduced it to me the first time. That I was kind of quite surprised that I actually a response was to have a really full breath you know um which maybe wouldn't be what you expect from doing mm-hmm. um an exercise like that is there anything else you want to say about your experiences or your students experiences before we talk a little more generally about the process i um i guess just to say um that it's you know to be I think for most people to be very clear that this doesn't need to be an excessive amount of lifting up um, especially not starting out Um, I did work with one student of mine who has um, lower back issues and she immediately went to sort of tightening her lower back so I really had to and um, I think you'll get into this in later lessons that it's um, it really is 
more in the abdominal area that stuff is going on rather than in the mm. back, I would say. And um, yeah. but I really helped her with using some Alexander Technique directions um, to help it be more appropriate <laughs> right, and, right. And, um, and, and that worked very well for her. So, well, well, the amount that you lift your center of gravity can be very small, especially at first. I recommend that. But after a while, once someone's become thoroughly familiar with it and has used it in various activities, there comes a point when they can, if they so choose, max out and lift it as much as they're capable of which is, you know, real work in that area. But again, if they're just lifting their center of gravity, um, other things change, but the direction of those changes is usually towards more release or and or a different way that your legs are supporting you, for example. Mm. People often notice that uh, their weight now transfers down to the floor in a different and more efficient way. So other things do change, but I mean, so after a while, you could you could do short periods of fairly intense lifting mm-hmm. if once you thoroughly explored the more yeah. the lighter the lighter versions of it. Yeah, I, I've really just been in the mode of introducing it recently, so we haven't quite got to those later stages right. yet. But yeah, I can see that in myself for sure. So, yeah. so maybe that kind of segues into a little uh, discussion of um, maybe a very short discussion of how this mat- how this fits in with something like the Alexander Technique, which doesn't really seem to be about doing things so much as not doing things. And, yeah. and, and here we are actively lifting um, center of gravity. And I, I guess I would say... I would regard it as a kind of an exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly don't tell people not to run or to play basketball or, you know, carry objects around their house. They're doing things that could be viewed as uh, physical activities that require some work. And what I think this is doing is um, you are lifting you are doing some work, but um, you're doing it in the context of what your actual daily activities are. So we started with standing and went into walking. You're lifting your center of gravity to stand and then take that into a walk. You get a very different... um, kind of work or muscular tension than you would if if you simply said, well, I'm just going to tighten my abs. Exactly. I, and, I, I agree. And it's very easy, actually, to, to, note, to sense that in yourself. If you put a hand on your uh, belly just below your navel, uh, palm of your hand in that area, and exp- experiment with pulling your stomach in or tightening your abs or however you might traditionally do that. 
and then compare that to what happens when you lift your center of gravity, you'll see a certain overlap, but uh, there's a real sense of an upward movement in that lift. It's not, it's a directed lift mm -hmm. and it has a very different sense to it. So the direction, of course, is up, which is a pretty classic mm -hmm. Alex Alexander yeah. direction. Um, I, I, you know, to, and again, bringing the Alexander technique into this, and for our listeners who are not familiar with the Alexander technique, I wouldn't worry about any of this, but for those who are, I think it's compatible in the sense that um, it it does help you move, stand, sit, and move more easily, which is certainly what the Alexander technique is about. And um, in the following set of lessons, which we haven't come to yet, um, it, it it'll uh, the Alec basic Alexander directions will reassert themselves very nicely, and uh, I think. Um, I think any concerns about lifting uh, and doing will be mitigated by that. I guess that's as far as I can yeah, say right yeah. now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it just, um, as I mentioned to you earlier, after I worked with my student this morning, um, I for some reason remembered um, Deborah Kaplan's book, Back Trouble. Deborah Kaplan um, was an Alexander Technique teacher and a physical therapist, and she did a she wrote a very nice book on using the Alexander Technique to help your back, which also included some exercises, I guess, from her physical therapy background. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. But she writes, um, and I thought this just very much tied into what this whole center of gravity and lifting the center of gravity does for us. She writes, um, the lower back has no greater friend than these impressive, that's abdominal muscles, um, but they are often inadequately used. The abdominal muscles are a natural corset because they are perfectly constructed to give support. Mm -hmm. No matter how dissatisfied you may be with the performance of your abdominals, let me assure you that they are capable of doing a good job. And she goes on later in the book to give an exercise um, which she says is the purpose is to train the abdominal muscles to support the lower back. Um, and she says it's good to do this exercise frequently during the day and the muscles will gradually get accustomed to giving more support. So this is kind of going into the same area. And so this is just in a standing position. The instructions are to gently tighten the lower abdominal muscles below the navel sufficiently to decrease the arch in your lower back. Um, and it just seems to me that's getting into the same sort of area. Um, I think it is. The center of gravity. Yes. Is two also, inches below your navel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and she's, you know, she's not using the words lift and she's not got the center of gravity, which I actually think make it easier to do what she's asking. Um, mm -hmm. And then she's inviting the um, person to um, who's doing this exercise to lengthen their entire spine. So I think um, also if you add in the thought of the center of the gravity and you're just lifting up, you get a lengthening of the spine without having to um, try and do it in any way. Right. Um, and um, in general, um, if you're doing any kind of self-direction, whether it's sort of traditional Alexander self-direction or lifting your center of gravity, 
um, you want to keep <clears throat> keep the number of self directions to an absolute minimum because there, there's only so many available memory slots in our our brain to to do that and for most people doing two directions at the same time is way trickier than twice one would be so by lifting your center of gravity which uh, as you were saying kind of takes care of those secondary things you you make for a much more efficient process because you really only have to mentally have one clear intent Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's very nice. It sort of was an interesting that it gets right, and it was also interesting that I believe you sort of started to come up with this whole system at a time when you had a back injury. It came right out of a back and, injury, and this yeah. is something that she said was very important for anyone with back trouble to really have this good support. So it all seems to just sort of tie in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my case, the injury was uh, an S3, I believe, S3, S4, which is very close to our center of gravity. Uh, It's right in front of S2, I believe, for most people. And I started thinking about how could I take pressure off my spine in that area because it was a pinched nerve. And then I realized, well, the center, my center of gravity was pretty close to that. What would happen if I lifted it? That's kind of the original thought wow. process. <laughs> and then I thought, well, how would I do that? You know, and on and on. And eventually I just realized you just had to know where it was and have the, the uh, intent uh, of, of lifting it. So yeah. I, I would say that and an, the, the question of, say, why you would want to lift it, another way of answering that question would be that in general, um, what you're really doing by lifting it is reversing an earlier pulling down of some kind. I mean, when you go into a slump, of course, your shoulders sink into themselves. Uh, but your center of gravity drops as well at the same time. Yeah. And so uh, one way of getting a little opening, say, in your upper torso would be to lift your overall center of gravity. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is there anything so I, else we should touch on? Well, uh, I just wanted to touch on, I didn't really mention it specifically, is working with, in sitting, working with my mm-hmm. sort of um, upper well, what is the upper center of gravity? I'm, I'm, calling, it, I'm calling it seated center of gravity Seat, these My seated days. center of gravity, the one that's sort of just below the sternum. Yeah. And uh-huh. I, you know, I do a lot of computer work and I find this really useful. Well, one, just locating it's very useful, but adding that sort of little lift just helps me. Again, it seems to help my shoulders rest more easy. It helps me move um, back and forth. Um in a more sort of integrated way without, mm-hmm. I don't know, I found that very helpful for sitting at the computer particularly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for most of us, we tend to put the most harmful pressure on ourselves in sitting mm-hmm. as opposed to standing or, or lying down. Sitting, sitting really does a lot of people in. And uh, this is an incredibly simple thing that you can use. And in, in, in a couple of the lessons of this series, 
I, I show how you can use this in a very unobtrusive way. You don't have to call attention to yourself. You might be at a meeting or in a watching a movie or something where you can't really do a lot of large movements, but you can you can um, very gently lift and very perhaps a tiny bit move your torso with that lifted center, and it can make a gigantic difference in, yeah, in how you I, function. I have I've I've noticed that in myself too, especially sitting in a chair, which I hadn't realized I'd sort of let my back sort of just slightly contort to the mm-hmm. arrangement of the chair. Mm-hmm. But just getting in touch with that central point help just sort of help me not to um not to be lured by the back of the chair exactly exactly airplanes are a great place to use that too well maybe this would be a good place to bring this conversation to an end what do you think sure okay so um my guest today has been uh, imogen ragone and alexander technique teacher in wilmington delaware and we've been talking about uh, the second set of lessons in the Up With Gravity series, and these lessons all involve some lifting of your center of gravity, the relevant center of gravity. Uh, in the our next conversation on this general topic will be about the final three lessons where um, uh, Alexander directions reassert themselves very, very nicely. Um, they sh- they should come out later this year, hopefully. Uh, Imogen, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. <laughs>